With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Your host this evening is Stevie R. Butler. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special edition show, so my co-host this evening on the broadcast will be Courtney Carruthers from the state of Illinois. We are just grateful that you are tuning in to the radio broadcast this evening. This radio show is brought to you by loving and faithful members of the Churches of Christ. We would ask that you would take out your Bibles and study along with us. We have a very exciting show planned for your spiritual enlightenment and your edification. If you would like to contact us while we are on the air tonight, you can give us a call at 713-955-0508. If you have any questions or comments for any of my co-hosts, you can send me an email to srbutler1009 at yahoo.com. Or you can give me a call at the Carolina studio at 910-491-6405. Now again, this program is brought to you by loving and faithful members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and study along with us here on the Gospel Light Radio Show. Good evening, wherever you are in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents the Gospel Light Radio Show. I'm your host this evening, Stevie R. Butler, and this radio show is being broadcast from the Carolina studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we're just so grateful for the privilege to be able to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ and preach and teach on a weekly basis. So before we go into our program this evening, I would ask that you would bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, the Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for blessing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we are prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Pray that you will be with my co-host this evening, Courtney Carruthers, as he proclaims your word. We pray that you will continue to bless his efforts to sow the seed of the kingdom and bless his family as well. Father, we thank you for our listeners who are tuning in to this broadcast, and we pray that they may listen well. We pray that they may hear something that will cause them to consider their eternal stance before you and their soul salvation. Father, we thank you so much for Jesus and all that he means to us in this life and in the life to come. We're just so grateful for his precious sacrifice on Calvary, for we recognize without such a sacrifice, we would not even have a hope of eternal life. Father, continue to bless us and love us and keep us all the days of our lives. And if we have been faithful unto death, Father, we pray that you would save us. For it's in Christ's name we do ask it all. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special edition broadcast tonight. My co-host Courtney Carruthers will be bringing us a lesson from the Word of God. So thank you for tuning in to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Open your Bibles now and open your mind and let's have a great show. The next voice you hear after this song be that of my co-host Courtney Carruthers. Thank you for tuning in to the show. When God said no Yeah. 
in the midnight hour I was crying and all alone Waiting for an answer And all my hopes gone I even called on my best friend And she could not be found Lord, you said you'll never leave me nor forsake me Lord, where are you now? So I went to church the next Sunday morning Looking for my breakthrough I knew a change would come If I just hold on Cause God's word is true But then the preacher said something And it took me by surprise Sometimes God says no But just like Job You gotta trust him My child When God says no when the preacher said it, and I didn't quite understand it. He said, don't forget, don't forget just trust your father, because he knows what's best. When I lay awake in the middle of the night, with tears streaming from my eyes, I remember, Father knows, no matter what you're going Cause he knows Father knows And I started to feel a little better Cause he started talking about my Jesus And the garden of Gethsemane And how we pray to the Father Let this cup pass from me Then he did just like me y'all Said he went to his best friend and his friends let him down He said, my God, my God Why have you forsaken me? Where are you now? You see, sometimes God is moving And we don't understand See, Jesus paid the cost When we were lost And it was all a part of God's master plan so when you're waiting for that answer And God says no to you Just go ahead and shout hey, And have no doubt trust your That the Father knows hey, more than you When, when God, God says no No, 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 no See, it's not in man that and his subject, the Holy Spirit in the lives of God's people. Good afternoon, or good evening, should I say. I want to thank um, God for this privilege to come to you from his word on a, by speaking on a subject that is imperatively important for us to take consideration for our lives as we strive to understand God, as we strive to live for God, and as we commit ourselves to be a sacrificial servant in his kingdom. And we're trusting and praying that the time we have together will be spent in an educational manner as well as an edifying manner, but equipping us to keep fighting the good fight of faith. I deem it necessary to talk on 
the Holy Spirit in the lives of God's people so that we all can close our eyes tonight as we sleep and thanking God for giving us his spirit to motivate us to keep looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I want to begin with a reading out of Ephesians, and the chapter is 1. We're going to read several verses from the King James Version, and the verse is 11 through verse 13. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 11 through verse 13. The Bible reads as thus, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also are also trusted, that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. We're talking again on a subject entitled The Holy Spirit in the Lives of God's People. This particular, these particular verses, uh, Ephesians 1, 11 through verse 14, serves as an, as an inspirational thought of what God has Put in place for the Jewish Christians and the Gentiles to to recognize God's purpose in time of unifying His people, and number two, equipping His people to stay dedicated unto Him. Verse 11 begins by saying, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Emphasizing the word we, he is encouraging the Jewish people to recognize that God has still kept his word of assuring the children of Israel that they will receive the promise that was given to Abraham, their father. The promise that he is referring to comes from through Jesus Christ, which is through God, that, that comes through God the Father, Jesus Christ. And it is guaranteed to all the Jews and the Gentiles, for he speaks to the Gentiles in verse 12, when he says that we should be, to the praise of his glory. He's incorporating both Jews and Gentiles. That going back, that the promise is is shown or the inheritance is shown in these matters. Manner. We're being pre, we were predestinated. We have a purpose and God worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Therefore, it is important to recognize or to understand, prior to talking about the role of the Holy Spirit in the lives of God's people, what God is doing. God, Paul used the word in him. When he says, when he, by using the phrase in him, he, are saying, he is saying that we are possession. We are possession. That is, we are God's possession through Christ. And we are the possessors. That is, we have the ability to obtain what was promised to us, and that is eternal salvation through the step 
of predestination, also through the purpose, and through the working of all things under the counsel of God's own will. When talking about we are possessions and, and we are the possessors in him, the word we have, uh, the word we is a single compound word in the Greek, eklerothemi, which simply means something in the future was so certain that it could not possibly fail to happen. The Greeks would often speak of it as if it had already happened. Indicates that it also indicates that believers are Christ's inheritance. John six thirty seven says, All that the Father hath given me shall come to me, and him that cometh I will in no wise cast out. So here is the surety of God be his promise. For those who are for those who were still trusting in the Abrahamic ology and not in Jesus' ology, that salvation comes in the substance of Jesus, not in the shadow. So the salvation is basically shown what God had determined from the beginning. That's predestined. Secondly, how he how he maintains his purpose. Of him which worketh all things. Now, when we talk about predestined, we have to, we look at the prefix, the word predestined, which is pro horizo, pro horizo, or pro rizo, which meant which simply word pro means to go before. God has already considered beforehand, before we were created, that Jesus will be the reality and the source. Of our salvation The word horizo Simply means boundary Limit to mark out Definitely or appointed So in talking about the word horizo He's simply saying That it was already marked out It was already established That in him Our predestination comes In him our His purpose will be Carried out And in him where all things work. Now, when we talk about the word purpose from the word prothesis, it simply means God already has set forth that all good things, all all glorious things, and all all graceful things that he encourages us to live for him shall be done. God has purposed this. That is, according to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 9, he says, having made known unto us the mystery of his will. Now the word mystery comes from the original word mysterium, which is a cultic word of the pre-Gnostic or, or, or Gnosticism, a pre-accepted form of Gnosticism, whom they, they said or showed that wisdom and better knowledge of God, of their religion, comes through intermediaries of angels. And the higher level they they uh, gain, they have ability of receiving greater reward or award. Well, we know, according to Hebrews chapter 9, that Jesus is our mediator for all Jews and Gentiles, as well as us as the spiritual seed of, Israel, uh, of, of Abraham, to be marked out for great blessing. Therefore, the question must be asked, what is that great blessing. Well, the great blessing is found in our in the fact that God has called us to live eternally with Him. Secondly, to have to understand what our spiritual our spiritual perspective of praise is all about. For He says, the word. Well, let me before we get into that, the word work as He's mentioned come from the word energize where we get the word energy, that God has put energy in his creation, in his creature. God will effectively, through the word energy, carry things out. I like what Paul says in Philippians 1, or in Philippians, where the Bible where he says um, that he who has begun a good work 
in you will perfect it until the day of Christ. That the same energy God used, he allows us to have the same working ability to carry out in a good measure to produce good so that we can so that we will not only to produce good, but to live a good life, keeping our minds concentrated on him who is Jesus. So to assure this will carry out, verse 12 says, because we understand this, both Jews and Gentiles, we, he says in verse 12, should be to the praise of his glory. We are destined to heaven, to live in heaven, to praise him. Now, I don't want us to misunderstand the direction. The direction is that God is showing, Paul is showing how God, how he enables his believers to live for him, to labor for him, and to love him, which is through praise, equips us to stay focused, faithfully focused, by giving us his spirit so that we do not lose hope. So when we talk about in verse 12 that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, and I want to, I want to interject that, but the praise of his glory comes from the word, um, simply means that God, those who love God and those who trust in him, those who have hope in him, and the fact that they are continuously forgiven and on their way to heaven, have a reason to praise God have reserved their minds to stay focused in praising God. Focus is not on us, but the focus on Jesus for what he has done. And what he has done is shown clearly again in verse 11, that he has predestined us according to the purpose of him who is working all things after the counsel of his own will. Now, in verse 12, he says, who first trusted. The original thought is that we, who, when he mentions we who first trusted, he's simply talking about that we who were first to have salvation of Christ would be to, uh, will live for him, not in the fact of saying trusted, but because the word trusted in the King James is italicized, he's emphasizing those who have hope in him. Hope is the antecedent of faith. So Paul says, it's more so having a heart set on positive expectation, because faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But he, but he uses the word hope to interject this thought. And the thought is that keep yourself positive on the perspectives of what God through Jesus had laid out for us. How do we know this? Well, Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, before we get in, the Bible says these words, Ephesians chapter 5, and the verses are, as the verse is, 9. He says, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness. So now we begin to incorporate how we can, remind, how we can stay mindful of the goodness of God. The purpose of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that lives in us, is to enact goodness in our life. So many times people get, have their spirit, small s, the emotions, deflated, defeated, they're depressed, because perhaps their mind have been taken off the goodness of God, which has incorporated us, which is incorporated in us through the spirit of Jesus Christ. The whole purpose of the spirit in Ephesians chapter 1 11 through 13, also here in Ephesians 5, 9, is to direct us, that is, guide us, teach us, give us wisdom to, to, be, to stay faithful, be focused on the goodness of God, and to know that all things work for our good to them who love him. Now, to get more clarity on this, the Bible says in verse 13, whom you also trusted, after that you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, whom also after that you believe, you are sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Let me now, first of all, 
give us a brief background on the word seal. Seal comes from the Roman times where they will take hot wax and make an impression on make an impression on a a certificate. They would use the signature of the governor or a high emperor, and they would put the, the, the signet or the stamp on a paper to signify that what is said on the paper is sealed and it will stand. That until the governor says otherwise, the seal represents that it will stand. Well, in like manner, the Holy Spirit is not hot wax, but it is the person of God, the character of God, personality of God that says we are destined with no delusion, destined, guaranteed for salvation and to enjoy goodness as we travel toward salvation. We always recognize that God, that in this world, people need some type of receipt, some type of um, some type of uh, uh, papers, documents to guarantee that something will stand because we live in a perishing, mistrusting world. But every time when God when God created something, God's creation did never have to be tested. God's creation did not have to be fueled. God's creation did not have to be charged. God's creation did not have to be re- 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 reformed or, or remodeled or reshaped because it was made in goodness. It was made to last. And the only way we can last in the goodness of God today is to allow the spirit to live in us, his spirit to live in us. So in like manner then, I want to point out that the Holy Spirit is a person. What I mean by the fact that the Holy Spirit is a person, that he is a divine person. Just by the, just by the phrase itself, holy. Holy represents that, that which is sacred, sanctified, Set apart The Holy Spirit is divine Is a divine person According to John 14 Verse 26 And John 15 verse 26 For your Bible reads as follows In John chapter 14 Verse 26 Jesus said but the comforter Which is the Holy Ghost Whom the Father will send In my name He shall teach you All things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. The word comfort comes from the word paraclesis or paraclete, which simply means uh, one who draws near to near to us for comfort. The Holy Spirit acts as a comforter. It is a divine person. The Holy Spirit is not only a divine person, according to John fourteen twenty six, and John chapter fifteen verse twenty six. But two, he has a personality, according to Galatians chapter 6 and verse 8. Galatians chapter 6, verse 8, Paul writes to the saints in Galatia, and he says these, these words in Galatians chapter 6, verse 8. The Bible reads, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit Show of the Spirit read life everlasting. It is God's purpose to have the Holy Spirit to live in God's people, to comfort them, and to give them courage to keep living on through Him, not only on earth, but for eternity. Not only is the Holy Spirit a divine person, not only does the Holy Spirit have a personality, but He has divine attributes. That is, one, he has a mind, according to Romans 8, 27. Volition, Acts 16, verse 7. 1 Corinthians 2, 10, and 11. 
personality or individuality. John 16, 7 through 11. Character, which, which is John 16, 13 through 15. So in other words, these divine attributes show that he is capable of carrying out God's will for our purpose to be all that we need in life. Romans 8.27 says it this way. Romans chapter 8, verse 27 says, And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Then in verse 28, we know all things. Because we are guided, because we are guaranteed, and because we are governed by the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we are assured that what we understand about the Holy Spirit and what we do not and what we misunderstand about what's going on in our life, and we cannot utter it from our mind, the Holy Spirit searches our heart and he makes intercessions on our behalf, and we rest and we rest with the confidence, we rest in confidence that in verse twenty eight, and we know all things are working for our good. To them that love him, because it is the it is the role of the Holy Spirit, the duty of the Holy Spirit, and the direction of the Holy Spirit to enlighten us, to effect us with goodness. Now, goodness does not mean you won't have trials and tribulation, but the result of the Holy Spirit taking us to going with us through our trials. And through our tribulation helps all of us to recognize that a great result from trials are going to come. A great result from temptation will come. A great result from distress in life will come. God can turn our temptation into triumph or into, yeah, into triumph. Our valleys, as we know, into victory. So, we don't say we don't look at the way human look at situations in life the way the human does, because the Holy Spirit says, "No, don't look at the light being at the end of the tunnel. Look at me taking you to the light, and enjoy going through the tunnel. Because after you get as you go through the tunnel, you don't become triumphant when you get out. You're triumphant because you're still walking through your tunnel. And I know there are many that are living in some tunnels today." And their hope is set on what's after. But those who have the spirit incorporated in their life don't say there's light at the end of the tunnel. They say, I'm going to get out of the tunnel because the Holy Spirit is my assurance of light. Heart, my heart being set on positive expectation that nothing in the tunnel is too dark. It's so dark that I can't be delivered. We are being delivered not after we get out of the tunnel, but we are delivered as we go through the tunnel. How do we know? Because we're living and we live through the Holy Spirit. Look what he says also in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. He says these words again, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. He says, "Who we who are called according to his purpose. Then verse 29, for whom he did foreknow, he also predestined to be conformed. God is not making a mistake, but he allows the Holy Spirit in our lives. To give us comforting, comforting assurance that he is able. And because he is able, we are able to get through what we're going through. Not only does he have divine attributes, but he has fellowship with God. The Holy Spirit, as a member of the Godhead, is associated in all divine acts with God in the word, likeness and nature, according to Genesis 3 and 8. Then, the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is said to do things only a person can do. The Holy Spirit, number one, listen. The Holy Spirit teaches. The Holy Spirit teaches, John 14, 26. Two, the Holy Spirit reproves, John 16, 8. Three, the Holy Spirit is a guide. Spirit is one who is affected as a person. How do we know he's grieved? According to Ephesians chapter 5 and 30, he is vexed. According to Isaiah 63 and 10, 
He can be lied to, according to Acts chapter 6, and he can be rejected. I mean, Acts chapter 5, he can be lied to, Acts 5 and verse 3, and then he can be rejected, 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 19. The Holy Spirit in the lives of God's people is shown clearly and abundantly in the works of the apostles. I'll give you three ideas, and then we'll, go, we'll, we'll conclude with this. But one, the Holy Spirit was first given to the apostles in a limited measure before Christ left them. John chapter 20 and verse 22. The apostle received the fullness of the Spirit to guide them in all truth. John 7, 37-39. We know this for a fact in Acts chapter 4, that in all guided them in all truth, that is, he allowed them to remember every detail and descriptive situation that Jesus did and how he worked in the lives of God's people and, his, and the major purpose of Jesus being on the earth, which is to bring salvation. Now, in Acts chapter 4, Acts chapter 3, you recall that Jesus, Peter, and James, Peter and John, Peter came to the temple, and there at the temple, a lame man was there. He was fastening his eyes on them, and he said, uh, Peter said to them, Severance him, severance gold have we none, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Now, in rising up and walk, he enacted in his physical life a resurrection. But the reality of that resurrection was when... Uh, Jesus died, buried, and rose again. The miracle destined the temple officers to come out and find out what all the noise was about. They threatened the apostles. And then they said in Acts chapter 4, these men must have been with Jesus. Well, what does that signify? That the Holy Spirit, they said, recognized that they were unlearned, but being unlearned, they were able to remember all the truths that the Holy Spirit gave to them. And they realized that these men were not only ignorant, but not just ignorant, but they were wise men because of the, the ability that they had in expounding in on the word of God. Therefore, the apostle received the fullness of the Holy Spirit to guide them in all truth, John 7, 37-39. And then thirdly, he would guide them into all truth. He, will, he did guide them unto all truth in John 16, 12 through 15, and Mark 16 and verse 20. With that said, we conclude with this, that the role of the Holy Spirit in the lives of God's people is that he helps us through our challenges. He drives all of us to be dedicated. It's an environment of trust. Trust comes from understanding that God has, trust comes in, the, in us understanding the goodwill that God has for our lives. So with this in mind, as Christians, we realize the importance of being inspired and invigorated. In other words, we need a source that, can, that we can depend on to keep us free from agitation, aggravation, annoyance, and assault that come from the quiver of Satan that he uses to hold his fiery dart within for with the fiery dart within his quiver, he uses them at his disposal to sabotage our security that we have in Jesus. For it is because of Jesus that we have been forgiven of our sins, according to Ephesians 2.5. Even when we are dead in sins, the Bible says, has quickened us together with Christ, by grace we are saved. This salvation is extended to them and us because God, Loves us so much that he, one, excused our behavior through his son. He expired our debt of sin through his son. And he engaged us to a life of hope through his son. How? By filling us with the spirit. Spirit. In other words, a life, he has given us a life of effectiveness. According to Ephesians 1, 19-20, when he says, what is seeding greatness? of his power to us word, who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead 
and set him on his own right hand in the heavenly places. In other words, he's given us a life of endorsement. Of course, in Ephesians 3.12, in him we have boldness and access with confidence by faith of in him. And also, we have a life of endurance. Ephesians 3.17 says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all faith what is the breadth, length, depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. In other words, we have the ability to be filled with God's goodness, to know his goodness by high his knowledge, his love is, how wide his love is, how deep his love is. In other words, we are being inspired to be filled with his love. And so, in other words, Jesus, we look up to you, to be, we look up to Jesus, the Spirit, to be our guide. Our hearts can feel you by our side. Deep in our souls, we're convinced you've been our inspiration. We realize that you something more than just a star to ups and downs from where we came. Confidence kicked in, and who's to blame? No doubt. When we lose confidence, it's not you but us. When we take our eyes off him, and do not allow the fruits of his spirit to live in us. So, the spirit is given to God's people to, according to Ephesians, in closing, to encourage us to recognize, as Ephesians 1.11 says again, Ephesians 1.11 says, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him that worketh all things after the counsel of his will. Three things out of verse 11 is that we have been, it has been determined. We have a purpose that God has marked out for us to live with him for eternity and that he will allow this to keep going because the same energy he used, he incorporates, that energy and inspires that energy in us to keep looking on to Jesus and to labor to be home with him for eternity. I trust this evening that something was pointed out to encourage us to keep walking by faith, staying in his word, so that we can live in this world with certainty that God loves us through his spirit. Let us go to God in prayer at this time. Dear Father, we Thank you so much for you being our God, you sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our our sins so that we may live with you eternity, for eternity, eternity. We thank you for the spirit, your, the spirit you give us to serve as a comfort a guide, a teacher, to allow us to know that no matter how many, how much friction we have in this world, you set a fire in us through your spirit to stay energized so that we can live with you forever. As we close today, Father, we thank you for this broadcast. Keep blessing the co-hosts, the co-hosts and all the workers so that your word can be spread to those who are lost in sin, so that your word can be given to to strengthen the saints, to keep fighting the good fight of faith, and to stir up our spirit when we find ourselves in a valley to know that victory is ours through the spirit of your through the spirit in your son Jesus Christ. Pray for the many sick and shut in as well as those who are searching for truth. 
that they'll still keep listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Say yeah. There's no better state to be in. Say yeah. Say yeah. There's no better state to be in. Say yeah. I confess I feel somewhat guilty in my happiness. There's a public spirit in me. Some wonder how can he smile. How he reached into the darkest black and found me.
These are the announcements for the events and activities in the Churches of Christ. If you would like to have your events or activities announced on this broadcast, please contact me at the Carolina studio at 910-491-6405. Or send me an email to srbutler1009 at yahoo.com. On June the 3rd through the 9th, 2018, the Central Carolina School of Preaching will be hosting the 21st Annual Lectureship, and that theme will be Family Matters. The host congregation is the Kingsbury Road Church of Christ in Sumter, South Carolina, zip code 29150. For more information, please give them a call at 803-750510, and their website is kingsburyroadcoc.org. October the 1st through the 4th, 2018, the Southeastern Lectureship 2018, hosted by the West Oak Grove Church of Christ. And that address is 3455 Highway 51 South, Hernando, Mississippi, 38632. For hotel information and registration, please contact the ministering evangelist, Terry D. Wallace Sr., telephone number 662-449-4191. On August the 31st through September the 3rd, 2018, the 87th Annual Homecoming and Empowerment Conference will be held at the Woodland Forest Church of Christ. Their theme will be Moving from Emancipation to Sanctification. And that address is 1515 North Forest Street, Valdosta, Georgia, 31601. And that website is woodlandforest.com. Telephone number for more information is 229-242-7628. And the ministering evangelist is Leroy Butler, Jr. On August the 31st through September the 3rd, the 87th Annual Homecoming and Empowerment Conference will be hosted by the Woodland Forest Church of Christ. And their theme is Emancipation Moving from Emancipation to Sanctification. And that address is 1515 North Forest Street, Valdosta, Georgia, 31601. Their website is www.woodlandforest.com. Their telephone number is 229-242-7628. On June the 3rd through the 8th, 2018, there will be a gospel meeting held at the Roman Edition Church of Christ. And that address is 3425 Morrison Street, Longview, Texas, 75602. And that telephone number for more information is 903-753-010516. And just to remind you, Stevie B's Media Production presents We're airing live radio shows here on Blog Talk Radio and my new telephone number to the Carolina studio is 910-491-61 I'm sorry, 910-491-6405 On Tuesday night, we're hosting a live show What a Word from the Lord from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time And on this show, each week, we have guest speakers presenting lessons from the Word of God. We have a new segment, The Community Corner, which is for small business owners and entrepreneurs who who have products and services for our community. And my co-host, Edward Bishop, he's also a co-host on the Gospel Light Radio Show. He'll be presenting a lesson from the Word of God. And on Thursday night, I'm hosting a live show, The Gospel Light Radio Show. That show will air from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on that show, I have eight co-hosts who are presenting lessons from the Word of God. But each week, only two of my co-hosts will be presenting lessons on the show. And we have some questions that I'm taking from my shout-out platform on social media, Facebook, and and posing those questions to my co-hosts on the show. And then on Friday night, I'm hosting a live show. Stevie B's Acapello Gospel Music Blast Radio Show. And that show will air from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And the first week of the month, we have the Story Glory segment where we're interviewing artists. We are debuting new music, featuring old music. The second week 
of the month. We have my daughter Tati B. She's my co-host. She's uh, doing my whole playlist on the show. And then the third week, we're doing the Top 20 Countdown show. And the fourth week, we have the Talent Search show. I give you 60 seconds to stand on the world stage and sing your song. First and second place prizes will be awarded. And once a quarter, we have the Marathon show. Well, that's a three-hour show for whatever group of artists that I'm featuring on that broadcast. I'm just playing their music on that show. And any artist, if you have music that you want played on the radio show, just send your MP3 formatted tracks via Dropbox to my email address, srbutler1009 at yahoo.com. You can also listen to all of my shows, my on-demand episodes, on my affiliate internet radio station. You can listen listen through iHeartRadio, you can go to iTunes, you can go to acaradio.net, you can go to iWaveRadio, you can go to mccbroadcasting.com, Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they're airing my shows at also, you can go to ibcbroadcasting.com, they're airing the, the blast on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, you can also go to my website, uh, Spreaker.com, and Type my name, Steve R. Butler, in the search bar. You'll see all my on-demand episodes on that website. And you can call into the live show at 713-955-0508. And you can also type in the link in the search bar for whatever your electronic devices you may have, your iPhones, iPads, desktop computers. Type in the search bar, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel light radio show. I also want to thank my sponsor, Sharon Norwood. She lives in Chicago, Illinois. Her company is Organo, and their slogan is a health product for healthier living. And I want to thank my sponsor, Yvonne Blazing Cracker Gooch. She lives in Nashville, Tennessee. I want to thank them for supporting this broadcast. And that will conclude our announcements. Heaven knows that I carry a heavy load 
know you Because you never let me down All this pain and misery that I go through I just smile Because I know you pulled me through Lord, my good days and my bad days You were always there A love like yours No one else can compare That's why I praise you And thank you, Lord, every day Lord, that's why That's why I love to call your name to the Gospel Light Radio Show Special Edition. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about them. It's not about But it's all about him. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about them. It's not about them. But it's all about him. But it's all about him. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about them. It's not about them. But it's all about him. But it's all about him. It's not about me. Oh no, it's not about you. It's all about him. But it's all about him. We want to elevate our friends. We want to elevate our friends. And to you. We want to give you what is yours. Oh Lord, we owe it all to you.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.